production and audio editing brought to you by Richard Borger with Meraki Recordings. One of the, the unique things about this area is that geographically where it stands is between China and the Mediterranean countries. So in a way that uh, the food is also kind of the combination of these two different uh, food style. In this episode of Culture and Cuisine, the podcast, we hear from Mohammed with Tarim's Central Asian Grill, who introduces us to the cuisine of a small Muslim minority in Western China known as the Uyghurs. Houston is often known for the fusion of cuisines that develop due to its location and diversity. Mohammed helps us realize that this isn't a phenomenon unique to our city and educates us on the cuisine of Central Asia that has developed due to its location along the Silk Road. Stay with us as we discover the culture and cuisine of the Uyghurs. Welcome to Culture and Cuisine, the podcast, where we're increasing cultural awareness and empathy within the Houston community through conversations with restaurants from different cultural backgrounds. And with these conversations, we can see through to the shared humanity within us all and begin to realize that we're all out there trying to find happiness, success, and survive. And just like cuisine, we all do it a little differently based on how we were raised. I'm your host, Casey Hirschman. Today, we are with Mohammed from Tarim Central Asian Grill, located out on Westheimer. Hello, my name is Yakea Mohammed. I'm with my in-the-field co-host, Pedro Corral. Well, my name is Pedro Corral, originally from Mexico. We begin by asking Mohammed where he grew up. I grew up in, now is the West China. There's a Uyghur minority, around like 20 million Uyghurs live in, in there. And um, I grew up in Urumqi, is one of the capital cities there. And, um, and I came to the United States in 2015. And I uh, opened the restaurant last year, end of October. We opened our uh, Tarim Central Asian Grill. No, I'm very, very curious to see what your um, experience has been since you opened the restaurant. As far as, like you were saying, you already witnessed a bunch of people from different countries, different cultures. Um, is that meeting your your expectations as far as the, the type of people and cultures you're attracting to a restaurant or what do you think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's missing or it's, like I said, exceeded expectations? What, what are your thoughts so far? Okay, um, there's, some, there's some difficulties. Like, the, for instance, when, 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 you know, everybody search for a restaurant, look for a restaurant, that kind of things through online, through internet. And um, there's a good things about being unique, and there's some disadvantage of being unique as well. Because when you are, um, for example, you always look for okay, where's a Mexican restaurant, where's a, a Chinese restaurant, where's Mediterranean restaurant, but you don't really look for where's a Central Asian restaurant because you don't really know about this cuisine. So that is a, a huge disadvantage because people they don't know. Yeah. So. It, you know, the, for example, the Persian food in Houston is kind of popular because those Persian restaurants have been around for at least 15, maybe 20-some years, Those, you know, if you check the history of those restaurants. So everybody knows about their food. They know what they're going to get when they get in there. But uh, for, for our cuisine, 
It's a new cuisine people don't know. So uh, that makes it a little hard, you know. People will be confused at the beginning, like, what is this cuisine is about, you know. So even a lot of people have no idea what is Central Asia is. You know, they don't know there are like six, seven countries in Central Asia that is, you know, the unique food, unique culture and everything. But those countries are not really well known by a lot of people. So, um, but it, as I know, it is getting kind of popular in some, some cities like in New York, in Los Angeles. There are a bunch of uh, Central Asian food. Some Uyghur food, Central Asian food is becoming kind of popular as I know. In Los Angeles, as I know, in the last two years, they opened two or three, maybe four uh, restaurants. In New York, as I know, there's uh, at least around like six, seven Uzbek Uyghur food in there as well. But in Houston, it's uh, still new. It's a new beginning. And uh, um, one of the good thing about our, you know, so far, for example, we just opened like three, four months. One of the one of the, the the thing that I've noticed is that we have somewhere around like fifty percent of our customers that come into the restaurant are return customers, so that makes me feel like okay they liking the food they are coming back which is which is which is a you know blessing, and um, but um, but the fact that it is something different that's um, that's been a good thing at the same time being a disadvantage for us because people don't know. And really nice that we have this sort of uh, podcast to, to let them know about the cuisine because um, it's uh, there's so many restaurants in Houston, so it's not that easy to you know to to attract everybody to yeah. But um, the food is great, you know the people love it. So why did you choose Houston versus any other city in the U.S. to start? So it's a new thing for me because you know I I never open a restaurant in in America, but our family run restaurants in. We opened the same name restaurant Tarim in Paris, uh, which is like a probably like ten years ago, and my brother opened it. Uh, now he moved back to my hometown Rumchi. He opened restaurants there, but my family's been doing restaurants, but first time in America trying to see how it goes here. The Houston is, a, first of all, it's a fast developing, uh, you know, a lot of people from diff- many different countries to live here. So that makes it uh, more suitable in a way. At the same time, I think the, the, the important part is that um, I know what location is a good location in Houston. I understand the city a little bit better than other cities because this is where I lived for the last three years or so. And so that was the main reason, I believe, yeah, to, to open it in Houston. Historically, the Uyghurs were located along the Silk Road. Mohammed gives us insight into how this has shaped their culture and cuisine. The Silk Road is, a, you know, it's been a very lucrative trade road for, for I don't know, for thousands of years. That's how people did the trade, the business. The road is is not only for the the, the business. It was about uh, civilization. It was about you know education. Everything it was involved. And then and uh, those those people from different part of the world at that time, like from Persia, which is the Iran, from from Arabic countries, from 
all over the world basically they come this way from the west to the east from the east to the west and where we live is basically it's the the, the center of this two different area so in a way the places that we grow up the kashgar hotan those old cities old towns there and urumqi those areas were the host city for those businessmen for those uh, caravan for those people for those host cities i guess they tried to take care of everyone's uh, taste palate maybe they tried to you know satisfy different tastes you know from different places they came for traveling so our food is unique in a way that um, easily liked by a lot of people so you actually brought uh, a couple of good points and and just a bit of perspective on how um like you said difficult it is for people to know about the culture if they don't know about the countries and vice versa so as far as finding that connection or that um attractive point um between cuisine and cultures what do you think is a one thing you could try or will try to integrate and attract more let's say Americans or more western country you know people to know about it the central asia culture historically speaking it's a nomadic culture and in those area regions are far away from the ocean we are far away from the the urumqi as i know my hometown is the furthest away from the the ocean in the world the the city that is furthest away so the cuisine is naturally has a lot to do with uh, what we have in there you know the for, for instance we we do have a lot of um, livestocks like sheep like cows this sort of livestocks so a lot of meals are cooked with them the grilled barbecues we do really nice lamb related things but um there's not much uh fish seafood because where we live it's hard to get seafood it's very expensive to to get seafood as well but in america people like seafood they expect the restaurant to have um different you know the, the options for the customers so uh what we did for attracting customers from different you know the, the countries different backgrounds that um we try to make it more um diverse for example uh, some of the 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 dishes uh, famous uyghur dishes uzbek dishes are like lagman uh pilav uzbek pilav uh, as well as samsa those things are all made only with lamb back in home but we didn't really try to even make it with other meat because there was not necessary necessity to do that back in home but here we tried to make them with chicken lamb beef even salmon why not i mean it's the same cooking style everything is the same same seasoning we tried to but it turns out to be pretty good tasty uh and uh, that is something that we're doing to to attract people and then uh try to make it more you know more options for the for the for the people so as a chef do you have like an ultimate vision or purpose or something you're working towards like educating people about your type of cuisine or do you have any big 
vision for, for that? First of all, one of the very important part of what we're doing now is to, to introduce this cuisine. Through the cuisine, we want people to know about those countries. People don't know about them. And that's, I think it's something that I don't know the reason why people don't know about them because the, the countries like Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, the, it goes to like six, seven big countries. But um, my aim with this restaurant is a small restaurant, but we, we, we're hoping to, to let people know about those areas through the food. And um, in those areas, in China, for example, in Russia, as I know, in other countries that knows about Uyghurs, they go from cities to cities to find Uyghur food. Because people who tried it, they always easily fall in love with the food. It's because it has a unique flavor to it. People like it's healthy, you know, tasty. So it's kind of well-respected cuisine. But in America, I guess maybe it's hard to get a visa to here. Maybe you don't really see much chefs in America who knows how to cook those food. At the same time, when you're running a restaurant, it's hard to, to bring chefs from other countries to here because there's a lot of visa and all those issues. So, so, um, so maybe that was the reason why there's not much of this kind of cuisine. But we're hoping to, to, to let people know about the cuisine and then hopefully it becomes one of the options for people when they want to eat. Not only those couple of options, there's, a, there's another option which is also a good option for, for them to try out. Well, and I was thinking, uh, you know, after listening to the explanation of the food and the, the differences, um, just like in Mexican cuisine, you would say that around the world people know about chile, tortillas, and guacamole, and that helps you integrate it at any restaurant you go or somebody that is not from Mexico can associate that those three things and maybe a couple more to Mexican cuisine. Um, what are those things in your restaurant or your cuisine overall, either regional and, and cultural? Something that we'll pick yeah. up quickly. Yes, uh, I think um, one of the thing is the pilav. We call it. it's a kind of a unique uh, rice dish, which is um, rice and carrots and uh, slow cooked in olive oil. And uh, when you slow cook in olive oil, the carrots, uh, they extract a very nice taste to the rice. So the, the whole dish is, that when you eat the rice, it's kind of very flavorful. At the same time, it's, it's so much healthier than a lot of other, you know, the, the, the rice dishes. That, that is one of the unique dish. A lot of people love this dish a lot. And this is also our best seller, I would say. And then uh, there's another one is called a lagman. Here we, we have two names. One we call it spicy noodle, one we call it lagman. And that one is um, basically the noodles uh, topped with a freshly stir-fried dish with a little bit of sauce together. Um, there's no cheese, no heavy butter, that sort of things in there. It's a vegetable and a sliced uh, chicken breast or sliced meat together cooked. So when you eat it, it it's not heavy. It's not gonna make you feel like you got so much stuff in it. Not, it's not gonna be like that. It's just, you know, just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, you know, healthy at the same time tasty. Yeah, 
And then I'm super enrolled. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Please stop by. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those two are I would say more. And then also the grill items. We we um, the grill items are how to say again as I as I said that um, Central Asian cuisine has a lot to do with nomadic culture. Nomadic culture has a lot to do with the livestock. And since we were a kid, we 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 grew up eating. Uh, you know, uh, grill items, kebabs, barbecue, this sort of things. We have our special way to 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 make them, and the, the tender, the taste is uh, basically it's unique flavor. And uh, again, the, the the cuisine is easily liked by different culture. That makes it. Uh, if you go to our restaurant, you're gonna see that people from so many different cultures. You're gonna see a lot of Chinese people because Chinese people love this cuisine. You're gonna see a lot of people from. Local people becoming in more and more right now, so, so again, it's liking by people from different culture. Well, uh, again, I'm I'm curious, right, about <laughs> you know having someone from the other side of the world and uh, you know coming from a family that have already opened restaurants elsewhere in Europe. So you're talking about not only big steps but also big differences culturally and. Uh, you know, environment and ingredients, what's available, what's liked. So I'm, I'm really, you know, curious on your experiences and probably we don't have enough time. But a question that I was, um, you know, thinking right now was um, what's the thing that you like about America's cuisine um, and what do you think is what they like the most about your culture and cuisine. And with that, I don't mean necessarily an ingredient or a flavor, but, you know, is there something like a community uh, feeling or the way it's served? Uh, is it the decoration and the ambiance at your restaurant? I mean, is there anything related to the culture and cuisine, but not necessarily um, on the taste that you would say, you know, I feel very identified with Americans or American culture, and I see how that integrates with my, uh, you know, background and the other way around, you know, what do you, what's the feedback you've got from, from locals and saying, and I really like this, uh, sauce when I tried it with salmon, which is not your, uh, common way of making it, but, but that, and the music in the background was just, you know, took me places while I was eating. When we opened the restaurant, what we did is, you know, we had to choose to be either, more like a modern decoration that way, or you could choose to go for a more cultural way. And we went for more cultural, because um, that makes us, that's one of ours, you know, that's, that makes us different than other restaurants. And uh, what I, one of the surprising thing for me, I would say, is that uh, I've had a lot of customer who came in and literally tried this cuisine for the first time, and, uh, and getting the feedback from them and the, being like, you know, hearing things like, I'm really surprised with the taste, it's unique, this sort of things. That makes it, um, how to say, that's the, the response we're getting. And um, a lot of customers, they tried to help us to spread the news because it's a new restaurant, they, you know, they're they helping out with the, letting people know about the cuisine and all that. And um, from the decoration wise, we have uh, 
we brought um, we brought a bunch of uh, paintings from back in home that represents the culture of our um, where we live, the, you know, hometowns, and uh, that uh, depicts the, the 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 daily life of back in home. And when you go to a restaurant, you're gonna see all those paintings, as well as some uh, decorations that represents the culture. At the same time, you're gonna be enjoying the historic cuisine, which is, you know, the Uyghur and Uzbek cuisine. We 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 try to make it, uh, try to give more uh, variety for the customer by combining uh, those different countries' food together, because. We had to choose what is the most popular thing from different uh, countries in Central Asia in order to make it a complete, attractive, you know, the, the list of menu. So we put the cuisines from the Uyghurs, we put the, uh, the cuisine from Uzbekistan, Uzbek, as well as Kazakhstan, those countries put together. We chose the, the ones that we believe that people appreciate, enjoy, so we put them together. So. So basically, you get to because uh, you get to try the food from those countries altogether, which is quite quite similar in a way because the culture, language, the geographically, we pretty much in its quite close places. Well, super glad that you came here today to educate us on it because I had never heard of it or knew anything about it. So I can't wait to come enjoy the food because it sounds amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, All right. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Production and audio editing brought to you by Richard Borger with Meraki Recordings.